You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. We're going to do it. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL for FanRank Sports, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers, and you can find all of the podcast content at LockedOnPackers.com. This Friday edition of Locked On Packers is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You play you win, you get paid. Use the promo code Locked On for a deposit bonus. All right, it is Friday. The injury reports are out. And that that leaves Nick Perry's status up in the air just a little bit. He was listed as limited again on Friday. Um, remember, Friday, there is no practice. This is a projected designation because th- this information has to be out as, as injury reports get out so that teams are going to know who's going to play and who isn't. So Nick Perry did not play last week, and obviously uh, he is a big part of Green Bay's ability to stop the run, which is obviously a big deal against someone like the Carolina Panthers when that's what they want to do. They want to run the ball. They, They have a power run game, and to have someone as big, as physical, and as strong as Nick Perry is would be important, obviously, for Green Bay. Now, luckily, this is this is where Ahmad Brooks comes in, and this is something that that we've talked about. All season long, it's something that that I, I harped on before the year. This is why you sign Ahmad Brooks, and this is why Ted Thompson has been frustrating because there have always been opportunities nearly every season to sign a veteran at a position of need like this. And Ted Thompson has decided to forego that luxury, and it's created depth issues. And as good as Ted Thompson is at drafting guys and as good as this coaching staff has been at, at developing them, This is why you have a guy like Ahmad Brooks for a must-win game when you have a key injury and you need a veteran, someone you can count on, to come in and give you critical snaps in a crucial game for your playoff chances. This is why you have Ahmad Brooks. And so his his presence with Nick Perry being out could be a, a, a very big boost because if it's Kyler Fackrell, if it's Vince Beagle... You don't have a lot of faith in those guys to get the job done. Now, those guys are still going to get snaps because Dom Capers likes to get a good rotation in, but they're, they they can play 20 or 30% of snaps instead of 65, 70% of snaps. And that's obviously important for this team. Now, Jake Ryan was limited again on Friday, although there's there's some optimism that he can play. He is a big factor in the run game. He is their thumper linebacker. He and Blake Martinez form a very formidable run-stopping linebacker tandem. And I expect that Green Bay is going to want to play a lot of of base in this game. They're not going to be in multiple corner sets a ton because, first of all, they don't have the corners. And second of all, Carolina is not going to trot out three and four receiver sets on a regular basis. They're going to play with two tight ends, and they're going to play with two backs, and they're going to do things where you want multiple inside linebackers in the game. And so having Jake Ryan would be very important. Now, if he's if he can't go, then Dom Capers has a decision to make. I would like the idea of moving Clay Matthews off the ball and playing him more inside 
if Nick Perry is healthy, at least healthy enough to play. Because I would like Clay Matthews' versatility inside. He can he can rush the passer up the middle in those A-gap pressures that Dom Capers likes to bring. And I, I think that, that that would be a good solution. Now, I don't expect that would be the case. My expectation would be uh, they would play more Josh Jones and they would play more Nitro, which is, is not an ideal matchup against the Carolina Panthers who want to come down and play big boy football. So maybe the Packers say, okay, we're going to play Joe Thomas then, who is only slightly bigger than Josh Jones, but is a more traditional linebacker or at least has played more traditional linebacker uh, and does have the speed if he needs to, to go chase down a Christian McCaffrey. So Jake Ryan's status to me is, is a bigger question than Nick, than Nick Perry's. If for no other reason than there is no replacement on this roster that I think Dom Capers would go to, even if I think that the, the Clay Matthews option is a good one. I, I just don't expect he would go there. That's why they, they have Josh Jones. That's why you have a backup like Joe Thomas. So uh, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how they how they handle this situation if, in fact, Jake Ryan cannot play in this game. Now, we already knew Devon House was out. He's officially ruled out in this game with the transverse fracture. So the expectation is Josh Hawkins is going to make the start. Demarius Randall offered offered some a, a voice of confidence for him. So it'll be Randall and Hawkins on the outside. And my guess is Morgan Burnett in the slot. I mean, we, we've, we've hit on this a lot over the course of the last few weeks. This is where he's going to play. Josh Jones is going to play the deep safety role. If they want to go to the Nitro package, then Jermaine Whitehead comes in. He may play the slot. He may play linebacker. He may play deep. They they seem to feel comfortable with Whitehead in that position. I don't know that I would be. But again, after that, that early struggle against Tampa Bay, he's actually done some nice things for the Packers. So this is not a, a passing game that, that Green Bay has to be considerably concerned about when it comes to matchups and making sure that they have someone except at the tight end position. And I think that the the plan has to be that we want Morgan Burnett or Josh Jones on Greg Olson at all times. That's the best course of action. That is, you need to get your best cover guys on their best receiver. So you're going to put Demarius Randall on Devin Funchess and Josh Jones and Morgan Burnett on Greg Olson and then figure the rest out. Whatever else needs to happen, make it happen. But those are the the key points. And unfortunately, we haven't seen Dom Capers capable, no pun intended, of making those kinds of calls unless he has to. I mean, it, it took the whole secondary being injured against Cleveland for him to say, okay, Demarius Randall, you're just going to take Josh Gordon. They were trying to get cute with zones and, and pass-offs and all the kinds of things that don't work when you don't have talented players and when you're struggling in the secondary, you just need to man up and play. And against Carolina, that is the course of action that they they need to take. I hope they will take. The other Packers injury is Jason Spriggs was was limited on Thursday in practice. He was listed on lim- as limited on Friday, but Mike McCarthy said he's good to go. This is, is mostly just rest. And so he, he needs to be ready because Mario Addison, Julius Peppers, the, the Panthers have some some edge pressure guys that can create problems. Julius Peppers, the ageless wonder, still getting it done at his age. And you, you expect that 
The Packers are going to use Lance Kendricks to chip. They're going to use a running back to chip on that side because David Bakhtiari can handle whoever his matchup is at left tackle. Whoever they put over there, whether that's Mario Addison, whether it's Julius Peppers, whether they're running a stunt and Kwan Short loops outside or whatever it is, you trust David Bakhtiari can handle that. And the interior is going to be able to, you expect, handle that interior pressure. Now, obviously, having Aaron Rodgers means that you're going to have someone with much better pocket awareness than Brett Hundley. You're going to have someone who's capable of escaping and making plays much better than Brett Hundley. And so maybe the, the, the Spriggs start is not as big a deal. But this is going to be not his first big test, but perhaps his biggest test, if for no other reason than Aaron Rodgers is in the game. And so he's got more precious cargo to be worrying about. Overall, the Packers go into this game as healthy as they've been at key positions all year. Nick Perry injury is obviously a, a bit of a bummer if he can't go because you'd like to have another pass rusher, a big guy to go after Cam because you need a big guy to take him down. And uh, this is the week to not have corners. If there's ever a good week in the NFL to not have corners, this is it. And so with your quarterback back, this is the team. They're ready to go. Rodgers is excited about Jordy Nelson, ready to get him back on track. So... This is, this is where the Packers need to be moving forward, and they should feel good about it. Now, before we move on and talk about the Carolina Panthers, I want to remind you about our Pro Football Focus Edge giveaway. Put your name and your Twitter handle in a review of this podcast on iTunes, and you'll be entered to win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. That's a $39.99 value, and it would get you access to player grades, charts, fantasy football data, NFL draft coverage and, and information. As, I, as I've said before, they're one of the only places you can go to get charting of college games and, and college grades. So all of that data could be there for you. All you have to do is enter to win with your name and your Twitter handle in a review of this podcast on iTunes. There are two key injuries with Carolina that, that we have to discuss because they could play important roles in how this game shakes out. On defense, Shaq Thompson is going to miss his second straight game with plantar fasciitis. And against the Vikings, without him, they mostly played nickel anyway because Minnesota likes to play. They have the two receivers. They're not a power run team. So the Carolina obviously felt like they could play with Captain Munnerlyn and the two linebackers. And when your two linebackers, frankly, are Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley, you can do that. You can play nickel. But Shaq Thompson, over the course of the season, was playing 68% of defensive snaps. He is a safety linebacker hybrid, much like Josh Jones. He's a little bit bigger than, than Jones, but can do some similar kinds of things with his speed and athleticism and coverage. The ability to have him on the field and be a K.J. Wright type player who can who can run with receivers and coverage, who can play zone and match up and run with tight ends and running backs was vital to the quality of their defense. If they have to go to Colin Jones, who's a backup safety, and have him play a little bit more and, and have it be similar to how the Packers handle their Nitro package. David Mayo, who is a, 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 a sub, almost never plays. We'll get some of the linebacker reps. I don't expect they'll play a lot of base in this game. I think they'll be in nickel almost exclusively with Munnerlin on the on the field and Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis at linebacker. That's how they're going to play this. But that is a benefit to Green Bay in the running game because it downsizes their run game and it puts six guys who are on the bigger side, traditional 
linemen and linebackers in the box. And if anyone else they want to bring down into the box, they're going to be little. They're going to be safeties. They're going to be corners. And so that can help facilitate a run game that has been excellent even with loaded boxes, with base defenses, with with eight and even nine guys in the box. So that gives Aaron Rodgers even more options to say, we're going to attack this defense this way. Now, if you're going to line up this way, I'm going to call this audible and we're going to do this as a result. And so is, is Carolina going to be able to play two deep safeties if Green Bay can run the ball consistently out of three receiver sets? And if they don't, then can Green Bay hit shots down the field with single high safety looks? So the fact that the run game and I don't know that even I have, looking back on it, mentioned this enough. The, the The development of the run game is so enormous because the Packers ran the table last year almost exclusively on the arm of Aaron Rodgers. There was the Ty Montgomery game in Chicago. But other than that, it's pretty much, it was all Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't have to be all Aaron Rodgers these last three weeks. Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams are legitimately good and can be significant factors in any game they play in, even against a very good run defense. A run defense, by the way, that gets worse with Shaq Thompson off the field. Now, the other injury is Trey Turner. He's their right guard and their best offensive lineman, certainly their best run blocker, and he's out with a concussion. And that means Amini Silatulo, I think I said that right, is going to step in and, and he's going to start. And, and this is interesting because he was drafted by Carolina in the second round and they let him walk after his rookie deal. He was on that Super Bowl team. The Bears signed him and then let him walk after a year. The Panthers re-signed him. Now, he was not the first choice. Tyler Larson, the backup center, was the first choice to play right guard, which means Sula Tulo is, is the third preferred starter at right guard. Well, Green Bay employs Kenny Clark and Mike Daniels. So when you have guys that are that talented going up against third string right guards, that's advantage Green Bay. And in a game where you need to be able to stop the run, especially inside, that could be a a matchup tilting injury. Turner could have handled Mike Daniels and Kenny Clark as well as any, any guy in the league can. But now you're asking a backup who you already let walk, and who the Bears, who, by the way, do not have the best offensive line around, let walk just last season. So that's a that's a potentially very important injury for Carolina. They're not going to play any differently, and their offensive line, even when Cam Newton was, was at his apex in 2015, wasn't great. He can overcome those issues because he's so big, he's so strong, he's so athletic, he can just shrug guys off. But if the guy is Kenny Clark... It's a lot harder to shrug off than it's than if it's some 240-pound outside linebacker or 255-pound defensive end. So that that is a, a big injury potentially in this game. And it also creates opportunities if if the tackle has to be worried about what's happening to his left, then he's less concerned about what's going on in front of him, which is Clay Matthews. And so maybe that creates more opportunities for stunts, for games. And Dom Capers loves the A-gap pressure. A-gap is essentially, you can think of it as more or less right up the middle. You don't have to get bogged down in the nuances of it. And it hasn't been particularly effective lately. And 
it is it is the the double a gap pressure is a is a signature piece of the fire zone that that capers really helped bring into popularity in the NFL and has now fallen out of vogue for the most part but this with a backup right guard this could be the kind of game where those those blitzes become more effective because maybe maybe he doesn't get the check at the line maybe he doesn't see what's happening maybe he's less used to being prepared for the kinds of things that Green Bay are going to try and throw at Carolina. So this this becomes an important injury. There's one each on the Panthers in terms of each side of the ball that could have major implications in this game. Holiday cash. You need it. I know where you can get it. MyBookie.ag is the place to score some holiday cash on your sports predictions. You listen to this show. You're informed. You know what's going on. So why don't you use that knowledge at mybookie.ag? You can bet on the money line, the total. There's so many different ways that you can put your sports knowledge to use. And MyBookie offers super fast payouts when you win. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. So go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code Locked On for up to a 50% deposit bonus on your first deposit. We've been running a MyBookie promo for a long time. If you didn't get it last time, here's your opportunity to get it this time. Use the promo code LOCKEDON at MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, we'll know more about what's going to happen injury-wise after Saturday, but we are uh, obviously not going to have a show between now and the game. So keep an eye on on my Twitter feed at Peter underscore Bukowski, keep an eye on the Locked On Packers Twitter feed for any final updates in terms of Nick Perry's playing status or Jake Ryan's playing status. We we may know a little bit more between now and, and game time, but this is a game the Packers have to win. And with Aaron Rodgers, it's a game they certainly can win. It's a game that that I think, frankly, I think they should win because. Given the offenses that they've faced this year, and we talked about it earlier in the week, they've given up some big games to good offenses, particularly good quarterbacks. And I think Aaron Rodgers mentioned he started looking at film of the Panthers last week in preparation. He has a singular focus right now, and he's had a singular focus for about two weeks, and that is getting ready really, really for seven weeks, eight weeks. And that is getting ready to play the Carolina Panthers in a game the Packers have to win. I think the Packers are going to give up some points, but I think ultimately it's a game they win. I think they're going to they're going to score. I think something like 27-21 feels like the right number to me. I think the Packers win. I think it's close. I think it's exciting. I think Cam Newton makes some oh my god plays. I think Aaron Rodgers makes some oh my god plays and Green Bay gets eight and six. So that that's this is the this is the moment we've been waiting for for two months. This this is it. This is the game. This is a playoff game. Everything that they've built for the season is riding on this game. And in a must-win game, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. That's just how I feel. We're going to be back on Monday to break down everything that happened on Sunday. Hopefully, we're talking about a Packers win. But if we're not, there's still reason to be hopeful. The season is not over. And trust me, Rodgers is going to play at home against Minnesota almost no matter what happens in terms of the outcome of the game on Sunday, which means we're going to have a ton more to talk about. The season is far from over, which means you need to stay locked on Packers.